Welcome to Reconciled 5-1-ABC Podcast. You are with me, your host, Gideon Mpeni. In today's episode, uh, we are blessed to have our dear brother, Arthur Young. He happens to be a um, survivor, if you want to call him, of COVID-19. Uh, we will take some time to hear as to how him as a Christian uh, has been able to respond to all this. How has the Lord been glorified uh, through this time as he is facing, uh, he faced this whole um, uh, infection. If you are there and you are also going through this time, this is a wonderful time to just hear and also, maybe you are not uh, you are not there, but all of us in some way or shape or form, we have been infected and affected. And uh, I think as Christians, we get to ask ourselves questions as to um, are we exempt from this whole pandemic? But also as Christians, does it mean that just a fact that you are a Christian, does it mean that you are not going to be infected? We know for sure that... There are some of our loved ones who have also been infected, some who have gone to be with the Lord, and may their souls rest in peace. But take some time and listen to Brother Arthur. We will uh, hear from him, and he will introduce himself, how, who he is, uh, where he comes from, uh, but also uh, as to what he does. Uh, who is this man that we are yet to speak and to talk about uh, this whole uh, pandemic, but also we, we get to hear his call to ministry because he's serving the Lord right now, um, uh, all the way from China, uh, and he's now serving here in South Africa. But before we hear from our dear brother Arthur, take some time and let's just hear this song. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Uh, let's listen to this song, um, Christ Alone, the Cornerstone. i 
Dressed in his righteousness alone Faultless stand before the throne That is a wonderful song there that we uh, could hear as we, uh, first with this pandemic, it's wonderful and it's good for us to just declare those truths that He alone is our cornerstone. He is the one who makes the weak to be strong. Through the storm, He is Lord of all. Welcome, Brother Arthur. Hi, Pastor Gideon. Hello, everyone. Nice to hear you from here and everybody else. And um, I'm so happy that to be able to share my testimony um, because I had a COVID-19 and uh, recovered. And I know that's not an accident. Um, God has allowed that, planned that, and I count this as a blessing. And uh, I want to share like uh, three parts. Uh, just before I share that, let me just introduce myself. Because not everybody knows Arthur. Yes. But it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's see who, who is Arthur and yeah. uh, where does Arthur come from? It would be interesting for you to, to, to know who this brother is. Right. So Arthur is coming from China. Well, I'm coming from China. That's why I sound like a Chinese Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's very interesting that how you know, God um, led me through even I didn't, the time I did not even know him. Hmm. Um, I grew up in an atheist family, education is atheist and a purely atheist, but always in you know, a question in my heart that uh, um, I see pigs producing pigs, monkey producing monkeys, chicken producing chickens, and uh, how come that apes producing men? So hmm. The question always in my heart uh, from high school, that's from my our biology class. Yes. So, um, but the answer was actually answered. The question was answered in 2002 um, during the summer holiday. That's a time I was learning English, preparing myself uh, before I went to came to South Africa. Mm -hmm. Before I came to South Africa, well, so, was this the time you were in high school or you you were in just after grade 12? Okay, yeah, just after grade 12. Mm. And my parents said, "Hey, why don't you go abroad? And South Africa is a, a place they can afford financially." So mm. I don't have to work to get the money, but they can support me financially. Yeah, sure. And my generation typically just follow your parents' instruction. And you're good kids. Mm. You don't mm. follow them, eh, you're rebellious. Mm. So I was a good one, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So they basically had a connection. Hey, go to this English training school. You know, you need to learn speaking English so that you can be able to survive in South Africa. Mm. So I went there, you know, we have a two American English teachers and then they teach us every day. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we kind of form a really good uh, friendship and also a trust. Mm. So basically one day they, they called, hey, Arthur, do you have time? We'd like to talk to you about something. 
Uh, I say, sure, yeah, give me a time and place. Maybe I'll meet you there. So they, they we met at a place, uh, like a coffee shop, and then that, there they shared gospel with me. Well, at that time, I didn't know what was gospel about, but uh, I, they asked me, hey, uh, who do, do you believe there's a God? I say, well, I don't know. Should I believe there's a God or not? But, uh, you know, kind of people do say something like this, mm-hmm. and, uh, but I don't know. And they told me that, you know, you made by God. So that's a long conversation. I cut it short. Come to the point that you know that's people made by God. Wow, that that that's the point. That's the place. You know, my heart starts turning. I was made by God, right? God made human beings, and human beings producing human beings. Mm. So that's the point. I say I want to believe the Lord that you told me just now. Mm. So I made my first profession at that time. That was on the first August two thousand two. And two weeks later, I left China. I came to South Africa. All right. So t- tell me, as as you are going to learn English from these people from the U.S., presumably, did you know that they were Christians? No, I did not know at the first place. Mm-hmm. I knew it's after a few days. Mm-hmm. We had a, about a month class. Okay. But I knew them. They were Christian believers after a few days. I saw they were reading Bible. And uh, they even had a New Testament Bible in Chinese. Okay. And that was my first time properly read a few lines in you know, Bible. Mm. I, I saw Bible before, always in the black cover, something like that. But I never opened, never you know, physically read. And that was the time I physically read a couple of lines of Bible from the New Testament. My impression was that their Bible translation was so poor. Um, <laughs> it's like the language probably from translated from the in the old time. Well, the Christian now they read that Bible say beautifully, but probably modern language I was thinking that time. What is this? <laughs> mm. Yeah, but so, so so tell me when you 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 came to faith in the Lord at that time as you are exposed to English, uh, you coming from a, a family that's according to your words atheistic. Yep. Um, were you Asa, um, or you came into uh, this context that? Um, did your parents call you Asa? Were they that Western night? Were they influenced by the West that from the time you were born, you were given the name Asa? And as you're going to these brothers uh, who were teaching English, you are Asa uh, in their midst. Um, or what was the relationship? What's the connection? Like, it's, it's, not, it's not more often you find a brother from China uh, the parents from China according their child Arthur. <laughs> right, that's a good question. Yeah, all right, that's not my legal name, but uh, a name easy for other people to know. All right. Yeah. Uh, so my real name is Fei, meaning that flying. Okay. Know. Okay. Uh, but I can't fly. That's for sure. <laughs> so that basically, uh, my parents calls me my name all the time, Fei, 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 since I'm small. Okay. And uh, so because of learning English, you're trying to practice in every aspect, every details of life to pick up some English and say it so that you can learn the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. So basically we start from, hey, pick a name for yourself from our English teacher, uh, the two Americans that say, pick English English name for yourself so that we can start calling your name in English. So you also hear it and you can also say it. So I'm uh, looking at the, the list starting from, hey, yes, it's only a paper long. It's okay. paper long. All right. I didn't go to the bottom like a Robert. That sounds like six years old. No. <laughs> the first one is Arthur. No, yes, that's the one. The first one. All right. So pick up that name. Since that's interesting. 
So two weeks later, you moved from China to South Africa. What brought you to South Africa? So I came to South Africa to study uh, university. Okay. Yeah. So I studied adventure tourism management, mm-hmm. and basically is the team building um, classes. And the core of this whole thing is the team building, problem solving. We will learn like a, uh, some finances, human resources, and other things. Because it's the adventure tourism management, meaning that each one of us needs to have a hardcore adventure skill. And the proper ones. Oh, right. Yeah, you need to have a license or something in the system. You have a rating. So my, I choose, I chose to specialize in scuba diving. Mm. So I started my uh, very entry level called open water to uh, pro level uh, dive master, which I have a membership with a paddy association. Yeah. All right. So you're a scuba diver. I was a scuba diver. I was an assistant instructor. I train people, technical skills, and also help with our instructors getting the diving trip planning、mm. and、uh, a lot of things, fixing equipments, servicing the equipments. Yeah, that's in the, all the those good years, and then now we're in the best years. So in the good years, I did that. Yeah. All right. So t- 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 share with us、um, then the transition from、uh, here's a scuba diver. You've come from China.、Um, so whilst you are in South Africa.、Um, You are connected to a local church. The move, the transition from being a scuba diver instructor to your involvement in ministry. By the way, Arthur and his wife、um, serve、uh, as as they serve with Word of Life. Love you just to share with us、uh, as to the journey,、uh, when and how you came to sense your call to ministry. It was a really amazing journey.、Um... Let me put this way: There's a two lines. Okay, the one is my storyline. The one is how God is working in my heart,、mm. and later working in both of mine and my wife's hearts.、Mm. So here's what happens:、um, In the beginning, you know, I came to South Africa to study, and you know, study. After that, find a job,、mm-hmm. and、uh, after that,、uh, I came into business, had my own furniture stores、uh, for a couple of years, and、uh, so that that's the time. And outside of that, we're Uh, while we were like、uh, after grad university in university, I was serving at a local church.、And、okay. After university, after we get married, we still were serving in the local church. And、uh, so here's the thing: outside, yes, I studied hard, I did business hard, and、uh, that's the outside. That's、uh, my life. I'm outside, but deep in my heart, you know, I started to pick up reading Bible, not. I don't know, like twice a year, probably in the beginning,、mm-hmm. only that way. And even the first pastor, he was an Afrikaans pastor. He was speaking English. He, he had an English service,、mm. so that's where I started going to church. Because I saved two weeks before I came to South Africa from China. So、mm-hmm. I basically I exposed to church once or twice in China, but I had no idea what's that about. And then the, this Afrikaans pastor, and he said, "Hey, I'm going to connect you with the Ch- local Chinese church." Because there you're gonna grow spiritually quicker,、mm. more healthier,、mm. because of language barrier. Pretty sure, yeah. I waited, waited. It didn't happen. Only after the second year in 2003 or 2000, early 2004, I went to a Chinese church, and、uh, only find out that that's the church the Afrikaans pastor said you should go to. And、uh, he somehow God didn't think that was the best time,、mm. but anyway,、uh, we had a really good relationship with the pastor,、uh, this Afrikaans pastor. His name is Martins. He was even our、uh, wedding pastor. All、oh, right. Yeah. After so many years later,、mm. and、uh, 
amazing thing is that through in the church, I, the pastor always、um, had impact on myself, on my soul, how he works. And to me, and that, just do it. You don't have to do something so carefully, make it almost hundred percent. What is that thing for?、Mm. But they no, they say no. I'm doing this for the Lord. So I, I think that discipleship after so many years impacted me that he's doing things for the glory of the Lord, not for himself.、Mm. So he went to the Lord with the home now, my the strange pastor, but、uh, he has impacted me a lot in、mm. that way.、Mm. So I always attached in with my church, serving different ways. And、uh, when when we felt a full time calling, and that's the time my wife Lucy and I we were serving as a youth leader at our church. At the time, we did not have a youth group, but、mm-hmm. our pastor approached us because we have three or four teenagers、uh, who are not able to、uh, understand Mandarin Chinese very well.、Mm-hmm. So、they normally work outside the church when sermon starts.、Mm. We felt sad, and pastor, since pastor approached us, Lucy and I, we, my wife and I, we talk about it. We, we pray. We say, well, we want to do it.、Mm. We want our children to be uh, spiritually uh, feed, spiritually. Uh, healthy. Not every time when there's a preach going on because they don't understand the language well. When they left, they go outside. So from there, we started. We started to know an organization called Word of Life South Africa.、Mm-hmm. And a friend actually referred my wife and I. Hey, you guys, you know, doing youth ministry. I know some a couple. Maybe can help you. I can connect you guys up. Are you willing to? I said, Yeah, of course. Let me meet them. We we kind of dry. We don't know what to t- teach them. We thought I thought we know a lot, but we knew nothing when we come to teach teenagers. We say, "Wow, what we knew was so little to teach them."、Mm. And、uh, we, we met a couple in end of 2012, and they introduced us、uh, with Word of Life curriculum for youth group, and also a quiet time, a beautiful, beautiful tool that I can recommend to you. On a daily basis, read、mm. words. What is the author saying? How can I apply that into my life? Yes. So basically, we started not only as using their curriculum, learning how to use their curriculum. As we preparing the curriculum, God is preparing our hearts.、Mm. In the way, how do we reach our children, our teenagers? How do we? How God is pre- preparing our hearts in the journey before the full time. Mm. And strongly, we felt that as we were teaching, we were discipled by the same couple as well. And the quiet time helped me two and a half year time、uh, since 2013. I felt strongly that, you know, God is talking to me every day, and I can apply God's word on a daily basis. Not、mm. only on Sunday, not only on Bible study nights, not only on Friday youth nights, but every day, every second.、Mm. And、um, Actually, from our congregation, they had a response. I say, hey, you know, Lucy and Arthur would be the first couple、uh, from our church to be a full-time missionary. When we had a, like missionary、uh, mission groups from other country came to South Africa, they also noticed Lucy and Arthur would be the couple would go further in the ministry as a full-time even. That time, I didn't think that much. I think, well, you guys had good, good thoughts, but we're not there yet. So here's the thing: as we're serving. In the youth group, stronger calling of study full time and serving full time, I was convinced because the thirsty Lucy and I we had, we never you can compare no time in our life before. Wow, we we really want to study, we really want to move, we really want to minister to people、mm. to the point that I had a business. 
uh, when we have a youth group, we actually came to Marysburg Family Fellowship, and that time bring our youth group to them to to combine youth. Mm. And uh, I closed the business, and then later on, I just left the business. I, I let other people run. I go get a car, pick up people from east side of the Johannesburg, coming to the west side of Johannesburg, south uh, Johannesburg South. To join the church, basically took me a half day to pick up everybody else sure. because of the traffic. So longer as this goes in, go on, we both felt that my job is interfering, hindering my ministry to the point. And、uh, she felt the same way. If she, if she wasn't a high school teacher, she could minister more. She would use more time to minister to other people. So slowly, we're really convincing this way that. God calling us to be a full-time missionary. So, so、yeah. that's very interesting. So here you are, scuba diver,、um, involved in the life of a local church. As you, you are involved. The Lord is now drawing your heart more and more. You're feeling the court ministry. How long was that? Was it was that a year, three months, four months?、Uh, what, what was the duration?、Uh, I would say、uh, could be taking us about. We felt probably you know figuring out. Not so sure, but feeling that's the way. I would say about two, three years time. So consistent two, three years of involvement in the local church.、But、involvement in the local church was long, more than that. But when we felt yes,、uh, like God is calling. Yes, within two years time, we're feeling. All right, that's very important because there might be somebody out there who、um, they're not sure as to okay, how does God call one to ministry? It's not, it's not something that、uh, happens like in a yes, it's not like the your poor your 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 poor Damascus experience where、mm-hmm. one is just、uh, seeing the vision of the Lord and say, "Here I am, Lord, send me." Like your Isaiah,、uh, I'm, I'm interested to see that. Christ, in His sovereignty by the Holy Spirit, calling you in that way, where you also are coming to 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 also、uh, to face those challenges of leaving your business, you say,、mm. uh, forsaking all in order for you to follow Him.、Mm. How did you How did you navigate through that? I mean, I'll be interested to hear that because there might be somebody out there, maybe who's a businessman. Uh, you've come to South Africa, and maybe also maybe another 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 thing that needs to be pointed here as you you are responding this call to ministry.、Um, you have your family back home, your mom and your dad.、Uh, they are the ones who have sort of like go to South Africa, and we are behind you.、Uh, but here you are involved in the church. Yeah, so share 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 with us, brother.、Um, I mean, just that process of. Being obedient to the Lord, was there any level of persecution as well? Because you don't want to to make it as if it was all rosy.、Uh, mm-hmm. uh, was there a level of tension within your own heart? Tension, maybe even from your parents,、uh, even from some of your friends,、uh, in you deciding or committing to say that I'll serve the Lord. Yes, you, very good question. <laughs> Whatever you said there applies to my life during that time a lot.、Hmm. Um, when we felt we decided to go full time, and、uh, you know, our friends asking、uh, before we go to friends, our hearts, my hearts. Yes. You know, I like to be independent. 
Mm. When we did the business, we had a financial independence. But now, when we're not doing that, meaning that we we're not gonna have a、uh, predicted income、mm. or income for sure.、Mm. So it's gonna be hard. What does that mean? We're gonna raise support. Oh wow, what is that? I feel like that's totally in the space compared to what I'm doing now with the business.、Mm. So from confirm something, I know what's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen. To something I don't know how it's gonna happen. That's, that's definitely take a leap of faith. Yes. And、uh, so here's the what happened to when I reading the Bible.、Um, in the New Testament, God said that you know you need the clothes, you need the food. God knows that. Mm, mm. Okay, every time I read something like this,、mm. the, the other day when I read it again,、uh, you need the clothes, you need you need the food, you need water.、Uh, God knows you as a believer also need this. And、mm. I thought. No, 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 no! Wait, 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 wait a second! All I, all I'm asking, all I'm reading before, God knows that everybody, the, the, the unbelievers need it.、Mm. Right、now, I forgot there's the verse showing. God also knows that as a believer, we need it as well. God knows、mm. what, what we need. God not leaving us alone and walk on the one string rope、uh, mm. on the cliff.、Mm. No, that's not God. God is not testing us. He, he's not、way. calling us for scuba diving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. So that's the first of all. I was fully convinced that I read Bible too quick and、yeah. did not slow down. And I found, oh no, no, no. And、uh, so that's firstly prepared my heart to be ready. And secondly,、uh, as we process, you know, we talk to people.、Mm-hmm. So although some of the from our church they say, yeah, that's a good decision. Of course, they they felt that long time ago. We felt only recently at that time. But our friends were saying, are you crazy or are you stupid? Kind mm, of, because、mm. you're leaving your business away.、Mm. You know, you couldn't make money from that.、Mm. You are, but now you're leaving. Are you thinking right? Is something happening happening in your life? What, what's happening? God's word in my life works. Wow. But basically, if we're thinking of some resistance, basically from family and、uh, friends, family thinking, are you sure? Mm. Where do you get the money?、Mm. How do you feed yourself? Yeah. Who do you beg for food?、Mm. You know, they have tons of questions. Of course, they don't understand what's going on in my heart. Yeah.、Uh, for them, it's also not easy to see that. I thought I sent my son to another country for prosperity, but now he left everything behind. What's、sure. going on?、Mm. So that's the time.、Um, even after the first or second year, my parents still asking, "Are you guys having enough food?"、Mm. Wow! So you can see that、um, for them, it's really hard to understand.、Uh, it's, it's it's very good that、uh, we we talk about this because it really puts things in context to say that、um, here you are now, and you are serving the Lord. And the fact that you are serving the Lord, it does not mean that that's your license to your exemption to trials. Tribulations and opposition from people.、Mm. Now, come twenty twenty,、uh, the year twenty twenty,、um, we find ourselves in the face of the pandemic,、mm. um, and Christians are not exempt. And Alpha Yang is also among us the people.、Uh, so, Adrido, do you want us the the next part of this discussion then to to focus on that、uh, because. Uh, that's that's why we、uh, we are talking, and、uh, people would want to know because that's how I introduced this episode.、Um, so here you are now that you are serving,、uh, went to Word of Life, and now involved 
in Word of Life, uh, studied in the U.S., come back. Uh, let's fast forward to 2021, to 2020. Um, and here's Arthur, a minister of the gospel. Um, so share with us as to where you were at that particular time and how things were. And yeah, take us through the journey as to how God has uh, shown himself faithful even in the midst of the COVID-19. Uh, yeah, 20 year 2020, I would say that's, that was a year um, meaning a lot to me. Um, if I could use one word to describe the year, I very simple, I want to use faith. Faith. Um, so 2020, we know the coronavirus outburst everywhere in the world, almost every corner I don't know why, but I thought I would be the lucky one. Don't get it. <laughs> Although it started somewhere closer to your yeah, to your homeland. <laughs> yeah, they're far away. I don't know how they're gonna. They need passport and stamps coming into South Africa. <laughs> so, and all of a sudden, I heard what? I definitely got coronavirus. First time I thought that was close, but I thought I would be lucky. And mm. uh, not because I'm Christian, not because I'm full-time minister of God. I just thought I could be lucky. SARS did not come to me. Coronavirus will not come to me. And that was stupid thoughts. And uh, and I got it on the 16th or 17th of uh, June, 2020. Mm. And uh, I felt I got a fever on the day. So I got quarantined myself, uh, away from my wife in the same house, different room. Um, for 10 days and uh, my fever at the end couldn't control it's always from 9, uh, 38 to 39 to 40 to 41 mm. uh, one day I think almost to 42 but that was the last few days just hot I was just hot mm. and uh, I lost my sense of taste sense of smell sense of humor well that's not because of Corona but <laughs> yeah but basically I felt sad mm. and uh, my wife called the uh, Hospital across the road, literally across the road, and they say, "Well, bring your husband in." And here's uh, how you're gonna come in. Here's the entrance. You use this entrance. So we did everything there. Um, when actually, when I just arrived, there was no bed in that hospital. So while Lucy was filling the paperwork, there was a bed. And literally, I saw someone, you know, left. I don't know where that per the patient went, but uh, there was a bed open. And uh, the nurse said, oh, yeah, there's your bed. We just prepared. You can come in. So I stayed there. They checked on me. Basically, my oxygen stacks was really low, uh, between 78 to 82. Healthy person would be above 92 to 100. Mm. Uh, so they said, well, you need to stay here, definitely. And secondly, they checked actually on my, on my, on my chest. They, they see my lung. There's a few spots, uh, white spots on the x-ray. Mm. Um, mm. doesn't look nice mm. and then so they, they listened to my lung they heard a very crispy sound not the spongy softer sound mm. so they know you need to be uh, admitted to hospital mm. uh, for a few days at least so that's how I get to the hospital but hospital here's the, what happens um, on a day two I mm. cried by facing the ceiling for 24 hours and look at the windows, but the windows were closed. Mm. I felt really sad, depressed. Uh, I, I felt sad. I, I cried and uh, I covered my eyes. I don't want other three uh, patients in my ward to see my cry, so I covered my eyes, closed my face, but I, I cried out loud without sound. 
just was was that, was that the the feeling of being forsaken uh feeling lonely lonely isolated isolated and lonely. yeah mm. and especially you know they one doctor told me that hey uh one tell you first i only treat your symptom because there is no cure on this and mm. i felt that doctor just said no cure treat your symptom to me i heard now you're relying on faith relying on god that's what i process that my interpretation oh this is a time How do you rely on God by faith? What is faith? Knowing that you don't know, but you know God will take care. Mm. That's faith, and God will give you the best. Knowing results. that you know, say that again. What is faith? Knowing that, knowing that I don't. Knowing that God knows. Knowing mm-hmm. that I don't know, but God knows. Even I don't know what God knows. Wow. I still trust Him. Mm. Will be the best results. Mm. And uh, but I just felt like when Doctor told you. There's no cure. You have to know that. I only treat your symptom. Mm. And I felt, yo, this is the first time I got something. There's no cure. Mm. God, what must I do? I don't know. But I don't know. Will you save me mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. or some some differently? But I just know that your justice, your love, whatever you can happen, you allow it. I know that's the best thing, the best plan you will do for me. So in the hospital, you know, with the emotion, yes, start kicking in. You're thinking things may not be true or true. It's just feeling hard mm. and uh, loneliness, and uh, you don't really talk to your patients. You all got covered. You try to avoid that and put on your uh, masks. Um, I was not on the ventilator, but I was on the oxygen therapy. So basically, okay. the tube outside your nose to mm. blow into. The high concentrated oxygen to help you to have more oxygen in your system.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it was a difficult time,、uh, lonely. But here's God, how God worked in my heart, and uh, um, I saw a picture. A picture, ninety percent of the picture is cloudy and、uh, a very rough sea, and、uh, in the center, in the bottom. Of the picture, there's、uh, about 10% or less than that. A few people and a boat, a few people in the boat, and Jesus was sleeping there. So that's from the story of Mark.、Mm. And、uh, in that picture, I so I was thinking, what is this thing? I know the story. God is talking to me, and、uh, I was convinced God was telling me. I'm thinking through, meditating through quite a few. I think that's between the end of second day or third day、mm. while I was in hospital.、Mm. I was so clear that my question was that why Jesus cannot sleep in a boat while everybody else is lousy? There's waves coming in. Yes, the, the, it's, it's, it's Mark chapter four, right? Yeah, Mark chapter four. Where twenty eighth?、Um, yes, the disciples are. Everyone is crying. Uh, from chapter thirty, from verse thirty-five. Yeah, from thirty-five onwards, on the same day, on the same day when evening had come, when evening had come, or、mm. well, that's supposed to be in the evening. Think of you're in the boat in the evening. It's not a cruise ship. It's in the boat, in、mm. the boat. And Jesus said, "Let us cross. Let us cross over to the other side." Jesus said this, and then they all left. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along. In the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. 
and a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Mm. The boat was full of water and the wind, the windstorm and water coming to the boat. So, but, there's 38, but he, Jesus, he was in a stern asleep on a pillow and he was sleeping in a way that, and they awoke him. They have to awoke him. Hey, wake up! Mm. And said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Mm. And that, that, that's the thing. When I look at the picture, the question, why Jesus was asleep in that boat? Well, this is a great contrast mm. between the sleeping soundly and uh, the bad stormy weather. And uh, people are scared to death, going mm. to die. Mm. But here's the one in the center of the picture, so quiet, so peaceful. Mm. Another thing was caught in my heart when I saw this picture in my mind. What is this? What is this about? Mm. And I was convinced. Okay, I, I know Jesus. When Jesus said, "Let us go across to the other side," Jesus Himself is God. Mm -hmm. He knows that what's going to happen. Mm. He will teach his disciples, mm. and also in this time, he had he has a greater relationship with his father, hundred mm. percent. And I know, he said he will go to the other side. It will happen, no matter what happened in the way mm. from here to the other side. Mm. It will go through, and that's the peace. He knows the plan is not finished yet. Mm. It will go further. And that's the faith, that's the peace he has with the Father. Amen. And when I'm thinking this, I see everybody's scared. Well, it's not bad. People would scare naturally. Mm -hmm. But I see God wants me to take peace. Mm. That's the time I started talking to myself. Let me trust fully in the Lord. Mm. He has a plan for me that I do not know. Amen. Let me take peace. Let me do whatever, whatever God put me here to do. And amazingly. Mm -hmm. Amazingly, I was able to, all by God's grace. Yes. God strengthened me. I couldn't even walk from my bed to hospital, take six minutes, literally 15 steps away. I took six minutes to be there and take another few seconds to catch up my breath and then start my number one, number two, or take a shower and come back for another six minutes. So it was a hard time, but God strengthened me to do something that I unbelievably, I have to believe. But unbelievably, I have to believe mm. that I, God put me there. The time I was into translating a little booklet for uh, uh, for ministry called Dare to Share. Basically, they're sharing the gospel. I want to translate that material for a new believer. They're designing that for new believers, for Chinese believers. And uh, I need to translate it into Chinese. I started only a few pages before I went to the hospital. And, uh, but I went to hospital. During that time, I felt really weak. I felt like really hopeless. God strengthens me. I translate the whole book for that purpose. So whilst, whilst you are in the hospital, um, and the Lord has been able to encourage you and to strengthen you, you were able to do some aspects of ministry, as you are saying, uh, reminding me of... Uh, uh, Paul's writing to the Philippians in chapter 1 verse 12 to say I want you to know brothers that what has happened to me really served to advance the gospel 
so that they, they, the whole imperial guard and to all the rest of my, they know that the, 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 my imprisonment is for Christ. And, and, and in, in a way, what we sing as well is um, God causing all things to work together uh, for our good and for his glory. Amazing to see that uh, the Lord would do that um, to you. So you're able to translate a book, a, book. And, uh, a gospel app for for the same uh, organization. It's got a life in six words. Okay. So you, you will see there's English. When you put on the setting, you will see there's English and Arabic and also Mandarin Chinese. So for the people in China, <laughs> <laughs> they're now able to access this gospel material um, translated by a brother who is struck by COVID yeah. on a bed somewhere yeah. in Johannesburg. Yes. Wow. I, I just see that God it was amazing. Mm. And I, can I see that? God put me here in the in the hospital. I was weak, but God is strong. Amen. I was Amen. Yes, God, I was instrument to translate this thing. Mm. But if it wasn't God, I don't have that physical strength. Wow. So, so what would be your your encouragement um, uh, to, to, to a brother or a sister who might be listening to this right now as uh, they are on the bed um, struggling with COVID-19 or a brother who has come out of COVID-19, maybe they are angry at God um, or someone else who does not God, know God at all and you've been in that place where you were once an atheist and somebody presented the gospel to you and you came to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, your whole experience uh, in all this, what would be your encouragement? So firstly, to my brothers and sisters in Christ, Yes, this is my encouragement. Mm. That think of that picture, our Lord asleep in the storm. Mm. Are we doing the same thing? Well, I'm not saying physically sleeping during the storm mm -hmm. of life, but are we that calm? Are we trusting God that much? Mm. Are we still focusing on what God has called us to do during the storm of life, during the storm of ministry, during the storm of your own personal health? Mm. Are you still faithful in that calling? Do you know that when Paul was put in the prison, not because he did something bad, mm. because the Lord put him there, changed his office, mm. changed his gospel field. Mm. And I believe my brothers and sisters in Christ if storm is right now in your life, mm -hmm. asleep, trust in the Lord. Mm. Keep on doing what He has been calling you to do. Focus on that. Mm. And enjoy that time. I know you're going to feel so sad, but I feel painful. Enjoy the time in the Lord. Mm. Meditate on His Word. Pray to Him. Tell Him how bad you feel. And let God strengthen you. That's the first one. That's the first one. Yes. But, but I want to, to add uh, 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 another question then. Um, because for some, it's not going to always be healing as 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 getting healed. Like uh, it's another success story. Um, uh, Paul speaks of one of his companions in the same book of Philippians, um, uh, Epaphroditus, who was ill to the point of death. And God was merciful uh, that he healed that person. In the face of death, um, what if to some feeling as though, what is the encouragement we have, even if 
to some, yes, they're going to be healed, as in physically healed, but to some, uh, the way maybe this might be God's way of calling them home. What is a word to such brothers and sisters in Christ? I really want to let them know my heart is physically. I don't think that's a good experience. Mm. And uh, you're probably still suffering now if you're still in that time. Mm. But I want to pray for you. Keep on trusting the Lord who mm. died for you. Mm. Apostle Paul said that I will never be ashamed of the gospel. Mm. And gospel is the one saved you. Mm. The message, God himself. So trusting the Lord continuously. It's not easy journey on the physical feeling, mm. especially you're feeling very weak now physically, but your spirit could be strong. Mm. Could be strong. Then to the brother who is not a believer, they're listening to this, um, this God talk, um, somewhat atheist even, um, mm. whether by word of mouth to say that I'm an atheist, I don't trust in this God, um, or by their works, as Paul would say in Titus chapter 1, to say they say that they know him, but they deny him with their works. Uh, to somebody like that in this time, uh, what would be your encouragement? I really want to talk to the people who's not a believer yet. You're mm. not trusting Christ. Mm. You don't know the gospel. You don't know that God died for you, buried and resurrected. I want to, I want to talk to these, uh, all of you, let you know that with all my respect, you are more dangerous than us. Um, corona, coronavirus may kill. I'm mm. telling you. Mm. And now there's another deadly virus that mm. definitely kill. Mm. That's not believing in God. Mm. That's for sure. That's for sure. And uh, I want you, all these people who has not believed in God yet, I want you to know that God has died for you. Mm. No one is perfect. We should be perfect because God is perfect. He makes anything perfect. Mm -hmm. And we are the ones he made. We were perfect. Mm. And now we short, fall short of the glory of God, like Romans 3.23 said. Mm. And we can be saved. There's a hope. There's a hope by trusting Christ and Christ alone, who paid for your sin on the cross and buried and resurrected. It's all takes if you believe in God. And then you are saved. Amen. Then the deadly virus is not with you. Mm. Corona-19 can be dangerous, but... Death itself is more. If you don't know the Lord, mm. that's more deadly. Wow. And coronavirus 19 make you, Jesus will save. Mm. Thank you, brother. That 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 is uh, uh, a wonderful uh, message, an encouraging one. Um, the hope we have in Jesus Christ um, that he would save us and redeem us from the deadly virus of sin and reconcile us to himself and if you are there and you desire to um, know this Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior if you desire to know more um, about this Jesus do not hesitate uh, to write to um, mcgovern.gideon at gmail.com mcgovern dot gideon at gmail.com and we desire to hear from you or you can drop us a message um, on you find me on my facebook page and uh, drop me a text message and we'll be able to link up with you to pray 
with you. You can visit Florida Baptist Church online and you can find our sermons and our uh, messages there. Send us a message. We desire to hear from you a fitting song that we can finish with. Uh, with our discussion is from uh, 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 Casting Crowns. I praise you in this storm. Um, a wonderful song uh, to the testimony that Brother Arthur has shared with us. Um, I, I really think this would be a fitting song. I praise you in this storm. I lift my hands because you are who you are no matter where I am. That's what Casting Crowns um, brothers uh, and sisters would sing.
And it is with that that we come to the end of our episode today. Brother Arthur, it was great to have you with us. Thank and you. I pray that the Lord will continue to use you and your wife Lucy as you serve here in South Africa and beyond. May the Lord God bless you richly. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you. Praise the God who gives and takes away.